The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I'm Joel Mahalik, and... I'm the lovely Sharon. Yes, you are. Hello, Molly. And Molly's down here underneath the microphone. She wants lovings, and she doesn't bother us until we turn the record button on. I, that's the truth. All that the is time. The truth. So, hello, everybody. It is Easter weekend. So yes. I'm sure it's happy Easter. Happy Easter. It's probably Easter Monday by the time you're bothering with this because you're probably busy. If you're celebrating Passover, I believe that's Passover. this weekend yes. as well. Um, actually, I think Passover ends today. Without looking at the calendar, guessing it was it started Monday, and I think it ends today. Oh, okay. But there we are. I just know I saw Passover crackers at the store. Yeah. That's how I knew it was Passover. Or close to it, right? Close to it. Either that or the store had an overflow and really need to get rid of them. (laughs) Yeah, right. So welcome to link up with us on the web. Uh, Easy to do so. www.jmtalk.net is the website. You can subscribe on every single major podcast player out there. So no shortage of how you can listen. There are even ways to listen on your Alexa device. And uh, Google and Siri, and they all cover us. So uh, do that. Subscribe to the show. Never miss an episode. Also, join us on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Yep. Also, send us a line by way of email if you're still doing things like that. Yep. JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. You know what's interesting? Uh, I mentioned if you're still doing that. It was fascinating to watch... Email, take over snail mail, yeah. pen pals. I mean, email was like, yeah, like sure. the revolution, right? Yeah, yeah. And now social media... Is the way to go. ...is taken over like from email. Of course, yeah. we still use email transmissions in business and things like that. Sure. But who says hi to family members through email because you can just send them a message on Facebook, exactly. on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, you know, on Snapchat. I know someone who does not... On Hock not- and Flock and Blocking app. Okay, so I know someone who does not have a Facebook, refuses to get Facebook. I probably know someone who doesn't have a Facebook, too, if I think about it. Well, I just think that's bizarre. So you know two people? No. (laughs) Because the one you just said has one. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It is bizarre if somebody doesn't have social media these days, right? Yeah. My father didn't have social media. Did not entertain it. Was not going to entertain it. Right. So, but I understand why he wouldn't because he was he was so old fashioned in the sense that you know if you want to talk to someone, pick up the phone. Right. And when he you did, know? the reasons that he wanted the computer was to do uh, his videos, yeah, and his pictures and email, and that was basically it. And they were the core functions. He really didn't stray outside of that. Except that he listened to the program every week. Right. So he did use it for that. 
but yeah, like one of our daughters uh, used to be real big on Twitter. She's not anymore. But when she was big on Twitter, she w- she wasn't even texting anymore. She was tweeting friends using uh, Twitter as like yeah. a chat client, right? Uh, back and forth, and it was um, it was weird because I remember having a conversation with her. I I I was not on Twitter too long with the show page, right? And I said to her, um, we were comparing, like, I had something like, I don't know, 3,000 tweets. She had like 99,000 tweets. because what? Yeah, because she just used it as a chat client, basically. Wow. So it's interesting how people use social media to fit their needs. Right. And, and how it's kicked, um, it, it, it's kicking email out of the way. I don't think it'll ever kick it completely out of the way, but it is. Well, whatever's going on with social media... Um, and emails and stuff and such snail mail has gotten so bad it takes months for a letter or bill or whatever right. to get from point a to point b it took about it took about twice as long for your title for your van when we paid your van off yeah yeah and uh let's see what else uh, i got a check from a client um I, I don't I don't do very good with lip reading in the middle of a thought. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I got a check from a client. Took over a month. Yeah, that's but a- your votes were fine. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, okay. So we wanted to talk about, and we weren't live. Not that we're live anyway. That's really a stupid thing to say because we're not live anyway. We're Memrex. Remember those commercials? Is it live or is it Memrex? Right. Because you couldn't tell the the difference. Exactly. In that old technology. And speaking real quick of the old technology, on TikTok today, I saw somebody had uploaded, it's a VHS video, somebody was videotaping Challenger taken off from their house, which was, I'm not sure how many miles away, but clearly, you know, it was several miles away. And you know they were taught they were narrating. Oh look, there it is between the trees. See it? You yeah, didn't really see it, but right. then when it cleared the trees above their house, then you saw it. So they called the explosion on VHS. Oh wow! Speaking of old technology, right? but we wanted to talk about a recent experience at Walmart. <gasps> oh my god! And we we typically shop at the one in right across the border in Maryland. Right. For for convenience, yeah, and it's I mostly mean, it's food shopping, and, yeah. right? And it's mostly food shopping, so food is not a taxable item, right? But this particular time, we were going to get my Blackstone griddle that I've been dreaming about for the last six months. No, and we decided to go to um, uh, the the big, fairly new, nice one in Middletown, yeah. Delaware. Yeah, so we didn't pay the tax on this big item, right? Right. And they looked desperate for help in there, first of all. <laughs> they right? did. They, they did. did. So we went to the grill section, and um, no grills on the shelves, just the displays were out. And we took a picture of the one we wanted, and we went back into the garden center, straight to a couple employees sitting there doing nothing. Right, yeah, yeah. And I showed them a picture. I said, I would like to have this griddle. You know, who do I see about getting it? I right. imagine it's pretty big, so, you know. And he says... Um, Oh, you got, maybe you should go to customer service. Uh, okay, so we walked yeah. all the way across to the other end of the store. Right. Went to customer service. And we get to customer service, and I and I said to the lady, I showed her a picture, I said, I want to get this griddle. And uh, she says, well, that's a floor model. I said, I know it's a floor model, <laughs> but 
I want the box yeah, of it, this. It's the model that I want. Right. Well, we can't sell you the floor model. I said, no, you're not. You're not understanding me. I took a picture of this, but this is what I want. She said, well, then they would be on the shelves. I said, there are no grills on the shelves back there. All kind of grill accoutrements. Right. But no grills or griddles. Right. Where we were looking. Well, then we ain't have it. Yeah. That, uh, what? I, yeah. Okay. So I said, I went to somebody back there and they told me to come up and talk to you. And she says, well, let me call someone back there. I'm like, the people who just sent me to you. Okay, (laughs) so she calls them, and I think we waited so long that you said, I'm going to finish the shopping. Yeah. And I sat sat there another five minutes and just walked away and met up with you. We went back into the garden center and just went through the garden center, and we found in the garden center where they were hiding them. And we we did get the last one, but then it was another task to get someone to help with this thing. It was monstrous. I was actually right. pushing and it. Was, it. And it was like 150, 200 pounds. It was like more than 200 pounds, I think. But So it's in this giant box that's the size of a cart, right? Right. And so I was pushing it behind you, yeah. sliding it across the store right. like a cart. Until someone finally stopped us and said, let me get you some help. We rang it out, and then I'm dragging it out the door, and they're like, oh, let's let's see if we can get you some help. And the person that helped us, okay, um, he had to have been easy, 76 years old. Easy. You didn't even round that off. That's like a very random but particular number. I, you know, have a way of knowing these things. <laughs> Okay. But anyway, so um, I was amazed that this poor guy could barely walk. But yet he got his but hands he, on it and was trying to help. Yeah, he tried to help push it and tried to, you know, do what he can to help us. And, and he got on his little um, radio. Radidio. Radidio. And <laughs> called for help to put it in the car right so somebody happened to walk by the kid the kid yeah Yeah, he He wasn't a whole lot of help he he you know just was walking by and we thought that he was sent right because he called so um yeah but this older gentleman he he was fabulous, and I and yeah, I yeah, and he ended up getting a, a a nice young strapping manager to come out and help right, us get it up into yeah, the into the vehicle, right? And so, so I don't normally do this, um, because I don't feel that an employee is worth. Let me yeah, don't phrase. say the wrong thing here. Don't say the wrong thing. Um, I ended up tipping this guy, right? Because he went above and beyond. Yeah, he did because he, he did know, whatever he could. He, and, yeah. like, and again, he was he was not willing, but willing and trying to help us get it out the yeah, door as well. That's what I'm saying. He he went above and beyond his duty. I don't even know if he was on the clock. But when I was over at customer service, right? Um, customer service in that store is right across in that self-checkout yeah. um, corral. Yeah. Yep. And there were people having problems in the self-checkout and all waving at the two girls in customer service right. for help. And they were just like doing nothing. 
Like yeah. everyone was frustrated with the level of help in that store. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I actually and I and, and I was frustrated. I couldn't wait to get out of there. We had a few particular yeah. things to get. I was yep. antsy. I wanted out. I yeah. had had it. Yeah. And okay. then we went to Elkton a couple of days later and bought the 17-inch tabletop model with a cracked stone griddle. I paid the damn tax on it. Right? Because <laughs> we were not about to go back to it. And it's a shame. We, we, Walmart used, the Middletown Walmart used to be a really good store in every yeah. sense of the way. Yeah. <clears throat> Their employees were always awesome. The most engaged people I see in Walmarts anymore are the ones that are packing groceries for curbside pickup. Yeah. And Or... The one standing at the door, hey, good yeah. morning, welcome and to Walmart. The problem is the people that are packing groceries for the curbside are taking the groceries off the shelf that I need. I, right. And how many times at Walmart do I have to climb like <laughs> a know. jungle animal up to, to the shelves to get product off the top shelves yeah, right? that's not on the shelf shelves? Right. Their yeah. overflow stock is up there. So. Right. So as I always say, when we talk about these kinds of problems at Walmart, I am waiting for my 1099. <laughs> right. For the work that I put in. <laughs> uh, or a paycheck, one or the other. Absolutely. I'll, well, yeah, I mean, to get a 1099, you have to get some sort of pay. So, yeah. But, yeah, so that's, uh, it, you know, it, it, it's, I find myself always talking about the same issue. Customer service just sucks anymore, no matter it where does. you go. It does. Because kids these days want the money, but don't want to have to put the work oh, into yeah. it. Yeah, well... You know, we and can, they show up at a job just we, because they want the money. We could build an entire segment on yeah. Gen X versus Millennials. Oh yeah. And now, what is Gen Z? Is the latest? I don't know. I can't follow. <laughs> Who made this up? Right. I mean, exactly. But there's stark differences between these. Uh, I think they call them generational categories or something like that. I don't know. But um, but yeah, services uh, services going out the window, and it makes you wonder why. They outsource a lot of customer service call centers and stuff, which right. is, which is not a good thing because it, that doesn't make it any easier. But I almost understand it a little tiny bit. Yep. So. Yep. Anyway, um, what else was pressing shortly? Because we haven't been. Yeah, I feel like we had a million things to talk about. I know, but you know what our problem is? We don't write it. We down. We don't write it down. I and I was saving on my phone, but and I want to apologize to anyone who listened to show number one twenty three. Um, we did not realize. I know if I place my phone next to the microphone mixer. Oh yeah. And I get a text or something, even if it's on silent, it'll cause interference. And right. we don't. And we don't wear headphones anymore, so we don't know that. Right. Where we can go. Oh, you know. And so, but I don't, and I know this because when I play games, it does it. Right. So I put it on the right side of the desk, far away from the microphone mixer. And when I listened to the playback of 123 the next day, right. uh, you know, two Mondays ago, I want to apologize. We had three or four, <laughs> you know, uh, static yeah. and stuff. Oh, That's exactly right. what it sounded like, yeah. by the way. Uh, we had all the static in the program because my phone was still on the desk. So before today's podcast, before we start recording, I said, take this <laughs> yeah, right? and put it over there. Put it all the way over yeah, there. Yeah, put it all the way over there. And I used to save things for the show, and I probably have things on there yeah. to talk about on this program. Right. But you can't access no, it. No, no. I'll have to start printing. Saying. I'll have to start printing everything, which... You normally do. When we get to the second segment, this is going to be a very interesting second segment. And I'll tell you why. Because... 
we usually include the wombat of the week in that segment so you can be involved in it. Right. But the entire segment is going to be wombats. Wow. And I have them all printed out. I didn't intend to, but I was printing stories um, two weeks ago and it just seemed like every story I was like, this is going to be the year of dumbasses on, on the podcast. That's cool. That's really all it's going to turn out to be. That's going to be very cool. So, uh, when we get to the second segment, um, we're going to be filled with dumbasses. That's for sure. Yay. Um, but yeah, so it's hard to, um, I have things saved. I, again, we go back to social media. I use social media to save things right. that I see that is worthy of us talking yep, about. Yep. And, um, and, I, and I can't access it. Because my, I'm not allowed to have my phone anymore here at, on, on the podcast. Or my tablet, which means you can't have your tablet. And that's, My tablet doesn't interfere with your with the program. That's because you're all the way across the room. Bull hockey. <laughs> I'm right next to you. See, I'm touching you. I'm touching you. I'm touching you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, without knowing that, it is Easter. This weekend. Yes. So, again, we do want to wish everybody a happy Easter. Hopefully, we have nice weather on Easter Sunday, wherever you're listening from, and uh, and having a good time doing what you do. We ran into a neighbor of ours, and uh, he said that every year, him and his wife, it's only them, uh, she cooks. She cooks. You ready for this? this is, now, get ready. There's so many coinkidings between him and I, that new neighbor I met. Yeah, yeah. Every year, she cooks a ham, potato salad, coleslaw. Deviled eggs. Oh, that's um, funny. Yeah, uh, a vegetable, like a green bean or something. And it's only them two, and, they, and there's so much left over. And so he said this year he decided, because she has some issues, health issues. Yeah. He didn't want her to go through that just for the two of them. So he, said he went to the country, uh, the farmer's market in Middletown, yeah. to the Amish store, and he bought a small ham, enough for two or three days for them, potato salad, coleslaw, <laughs> deviled eggs. <laughs> So she doesn't have to cook. Right. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so, but you know, you, you either have traditions or you make your own. And there's, um, if time permits, later on, I might talk about some of them because we're about to run out of time. But it is uh, interesting to think about what we used to do as kids on Easter. Yeah. And what we don't really do anymore at all on Easter. Yeah. It's become a disconnected holiday. Yes. It's become a holiday for candy. Yeah. But Much more, like Halloween. Yeah. But more on that maybe later on. Yeah. And uh, I'm also later on in the third segment when I'm by myself, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about something that the lovely Sharon did in the air fryer, which blew our minds. Oh, yeah. On this, what I might make a regular segment. I don't know. What's cooking? <gasps> What's cooking upstairs? Ooh. Something like that. I like that. So, anyway, we'll be back after this quick break. We got a lot of wombats we want to talk about, and it doesn't matter which one becomes the wombat of the week because they all can qualify. So, don't go anywhere. We're coming back to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon and the sleeping Molly right <laughs> after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So, I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? 
PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the program, folks. This is the Joel Mahalo Show featuring the lovely Sharon on Easter weekend 2021. Yeah. Obviously the year of the dumbass. <laughs> so I have these stories and any one of them, I'm sorry, I'm eating Easter candy. <laughs> I'm chewing ice, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> any one of them could be a wombat of the week. So that's what this segment is going to kind of be about. All right, let me get a drink. Allow me to part. Oh, you're partaking of a drink? I'm going to partake of a drink. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) I know you hate that. All right. So the first one that we will talk about is a criminal who rents a car to rob a bank Then he returns to buy a BMW with the stolen money. (laughs) A man has admitted federal bank robbery after renting out a car from a car dealership, driving it to a bank, robbing that bank, then driving back with the cash to attempt to buy a BMW. Wow. Okay. Yes. 50-year-old Eric Dion Warren sentenced to 20 years in prison after he admitted the audacious, if not well thought through, crime. This took place uh, in 2019. It's coming across the desk now. Wow. Yeah. He drove uh, the dealership's loaner car out to a bank uh, near Lubbock, Texas. 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 You know who's from Lubbock, Texas? No. Um, what's his name? Uh, okay. There's a lot of people there. Is it Buddy Holly? I think Buddy Holly. Okay. Um, so he arrived... He placed a fast food restaurant bag on the counter, passed the cashier a note that said, this is an effing robbery, pay me, play with me and die. I want $10,000 and $50 and $100 bills and you have one minute or I will kill you. That's what the note said. Wow. (laughs) He later produced what appeared to be a handgun, telling the member of the bank staff, I ain't playing around, I only want 150. So anyway, according to prosecutors, he got the bomb... He got the cash, included a roll of $20 notes with recorded serial numbers. Um, So he took his money back to the car dealership where he was seen in the process of buying a black BMW car. Nice. Not a very smart move, is it? No. So things started unraveling for Warren when the authorities got in touch with the car dealership a quarter of an hour later to tell them about the getaway car, which had plates that were registered to them. (laughs) The police then showed up at the dealership and found Warren with the cash as well as a pellet gun that had been appeared to look just like the real weapon. He pled guilty to the crime this past August. That's why it's coming across the desk now. Right. And um, it was uh, recorded that he was arrested with $5,086 in cash. Um, 
So, <laughs> and he was planning on buying a BMW. With yeah, it? he was going to buy a BMW with it. Yeah. Wow. So I guess the moral of the story is: don't rent a car to, to rob, rob a bank, a bank right. to then buy said car. Right. Immediately following. <laughs> Alrighty then. I mean, don't people know? That there are measures put in place. Yeah, but you know, they're for, stupid. I guess. Their act alone mm. tells you they're stupid. I just don't get it sometimes. I know. You know, I, th- I think about these things and I go, how could somebody... Now, and I, I don't know, like... I also, I guess, don't understand the psychology of it because I've never been to that point in your life where you feel like you have to do something drastic like that. Right, I don't know. You have to rob a bank. So, and I, and I hope I never do. <laughs> So do I. You know, I, I, I don't know. Anyway. So now we'll slip shot over to Anaheim, California, where an apparent catalytic converter thief was crushed by a collapsing car. What? That's a big thing, stealing catalytic converters, because you can refine platinum out of them. Uh, I did hear that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, we've had a couple of vehicles at work who's had their catalytic converters stolen over weekends. Right. So, I'd be mad as hell. I would be mad as hell if right? somebody took the catalytic converter off my baby, especially as I just got her back after right? two months of not being able to drive her. I know. She's back. <laughs> Yay. Um, so, anyway, uh, a person died uh, last Wednesday, or two Wednesdays ago, actually, I think, after being crushed during an apparent theft of a catalytic converter. According to the Anaheim <laughs> police, the body of a man was found underneath a Toyota Prius at an auto repair lot at about 6 a.m., and it said that the man appeared to have been stealing the car's catalytic converter overnight. Wow. The jack that he used to lift the vehicle failed, and the car came down on top of him, unfortunately crushing him and causing his death. Um, police said they recovered tools at the scene that were left under the vehicle belonging to uh, Wilmar Rodriguez's building company. Uh, why'd that name come up? Was that the guy's name? It doesn't mention it. No. Okay. That's the... People he worked for. Okay, yeah. So Mr. Rodriguez said it's an unfortunate that the situation had to happen. Uh, several business owners said that this was not the first time that the thieves have targeted their catalytic converters. Of course, like I just said, this happens right. everywhere. Yeah. In fact, when this happened at our work, because the, the state police came to me because I pull video, and they were looking for video, and we just didn't have anything to give them. We didn't have any the right, right. angles at the right time or whatever. And uh, we were we were like that little... Um, that little hope in the corner of the case because we had all these cameras and they thought maybe yeah because they've been apparently chasing some of these people around this area of Delaware wow. for a long time doing this wow uh, and uh, of course it says here in recent weeks there's been a rash of catalytic converters stolen out of the complex where this business is and that goes to show you again you know um, what we said you know with, with the last thief you know it's I don't know. Didn't the government just give everybody fourteen hundred bucks? I know. Oh, that was hush money. They still got to go out and make oh, a living. Oh yeah. So, what brings you to that point where you have to go and do these things? You know, drugs. I, I, I guess that's one. Again, things that I'm unfamiliar with. Right. Yeah. You say the word drugs, I'm like, ah, uh, things I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> what was that game? <laughs> oh, um, that, pyramid. Oh, the sixty-four thousand dollar question yeah, or sixty-four thousand dollar pyramid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We like old game shows. I know. The other well, a couple weeks ago, we were watching uh, Match Game seventy. Was that Match Game seventy two? I think. Yeah. There were times when they said they said some risque things on TV, man. <laughs> back then. And back then, they had a really strict. Um, the people that what do they call the censors? Yeah. Okay, they had a really strict guideline. You couldn't even say the word shit. Yeah. On TV. No, man, now you're going to upset our censors. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, one of the things, by the way, back to this story, one of the things the police found odd was that the um, the victim had no shoes on, leading them to believe that somebody might have been assisting him and tried to help him out and pulled his shoes off or whatever. Wow. Because I know when I get underneath my truck, the first thing, I, I don't take my shoes off going, wow, this would be more comfortable if I climb <laughs> underneath my truck without my shoes <laughs> <laughs> so obviously there might have been somebody helping him oh my and maybe God. when the shoes and popped off he was like yeah hell with you I'm out no when he died maybe he was wearing some really cool sneaker that was worth a lot of money yeah maybe some Chuck Taylors yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> and God the person was. who was with them stole them so he could wear them I'm laughing but I had I had Chuck's so did I. I had Converse, the high tops, yeah. which gave you no protection because it was nothing None. but flimsy canvas right. with a rubber sole. Right. I mean, there was no, and we're wearing these to play basketball in school. Make sure you get <laughs> right? your Converse yeah. All-Star high tops. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No yeah. support, man. Uh, we okay. wore them because it was a fashion statement. A fashion statement? Yeah. It was yeah. I mean, you know what statement I made? I dress in the dark. <laughs> no. Not back. Well, then again, I'm talking, you were like two or three. So, but it was a fashion statement. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right, now we're going to come local, I think. Isn't this New Jersey, I thought? I thought this was New... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Wow. We're coming local. Let's yeah. call this one the wombat, the actual Wombat of the Week. So I have something to post. Okay. All right. So a cheerleading mom is accused of making nude deep fakes to incriminate her daughter's cheerleading rivals. What? Yes. Um, the mother of a teenage cheerleader created deep fake images and videos using social media photos in an apparent effort to damage rival members of her daughter's cheerleading squad, according to the Pennsylvania police. <laughs> Uh, Hilltown. You know, I'm not surprised though. You, can can I we, we shouldn't be surprised about anything anymore. No, but I'm not surprised because cheerleading moms take it to a whole nother level. Yeah, that's a whole different level of competition there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. And it's like the TV show Dance Moms. Never heard of it. Okay, so. Um, these moms taking their children, their daughters, to this woman who did dance class, and it was all for competitions, and you know, it it was really intense. What is going on with that crap? I don't know. It's you know, it, it's. I don't know. They go to this level. What's next? Murder? Anyway, actually, <laughs> there was a mother in Texas who murdered. This other girl, the arrival teen for her daughter. Wow. She's serving time. Hilltown police arrested <laughs> Raffaella Spoon on March 10th amid accusations that she created so-called deepfakes, digitally altered videos and images that can appear realistic, depicting some of the girls nude, smoking, and drinking alcohol. Wow. 
The 50-year-old faces three counts of cyber harassment of a child and three counts of harassment arising from her use of the deepfakes, according to the police. Mm. Spoon allegedly sent harassing text messages to members of the squad in 2019. She also allegedly allegedly sent doctored images and videos of the, to the girls of their coaches in what appears to have been an effort to damage them and possibly get them kicked off the squad. Some of these deep fakes showing the girls nude. One of the girls' families contacted the police late last July, and two more families subsequently came forward. Mm. Executing search warrants, police were able to trace the messages to Spoon's IP address and then her cell phone. Police then analyzed the videos and images and concluded that they were deep fakes created by mapping photos of the girls taken from their social media accounts onto other images. However, it does not appear that Spoon's daughter knew about the alleged actions. Mm-mm-mm. Bucks Thanks. County District Attorney Matt Weintraub's office told the Philadelphia Inquirer that the teenage girls had received the images in anonymous messages and that the messages also urged the girls to kill themselves. Yeah, cyber harassment. Yeah. <clears throat> now is when I wish I had my iPad. <laughs> well, you want to know more? Yeah. The various manipulated media shows the girls drinking alcohol, smoking vapes, and in states of undress. The teenagers said their families were concerned that the images could get them removed from the cheerleading team. George Rattel, the father of one of the girls who was sent the images says he believed the harassment began because he and his wife told their daughter to stop socializing with Spoon's daughter due to concerns about this type of behavior. Mm. Uh, Rattel says, I don't know what would push her to this point. As a dad, I was pretty upset about it. It's an image put out there of my daughter that is simply not true. Uh, Spoon has been released on condition that she present herself at a preliminary hearing on the matter on March 30th. And now I would be really interested... And seeing what happened at that hearing, like you said, now you wish you had your tablet. Yeah. I almost wish you had your tablet right now. (laughs) But it's crazy. It's just competition. I can go get it. No. (laughs) It's just competition. And, you know, um, I don't know what's happened to competition lately. Two things to point out. One, first of all, is you don't even have to be competitive to get trophies and ribbons anymore. Right. They just give them to you for showing up because right. that's one of those differences between Gen-, Gen X and Millennial. Right. The other thing is, it's just supposed to be in fun. I mean, I I, I don't get it. And I've seen you watch reality shows of, um, you know, uh, competing wars and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. You know, if if I go back a little bit, could we blame that on stuff like, you know, Cupcake Wars, friendly competition, but people will look at that and go, oh, man. And they start getting this rage in them, and then my daughter can cheer better because they're watching people build cakes. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, how did, how did it go from let's just go out and play and, and do this? First of all, when did cheerleading become, when I was playing basketball in school, cheerleaders cheered the team. At what point? I don't even remember at what point. There it became competitions. Okay. When did they start? They weren't com- my our squad wasn't competing. Yeah. Maybe not your squad, but other schools. Cuz wait, weren't you in a Catholic school then? <clears throat> I was. So Catholic schools won't compete. Hmm. I don't think. 
I don't know. I don't know. Now I need my tablet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just but, interested when something like cheerleading became a competitive sport. And for many, many decades. Many decades? Decades. Many decades. Yes. Yes. Hey, hey Siri, when did cheerleading become a competitive sport? I didn't get that. Could you try again? No. You get it the first time, I'm not giving it to you the second time. You know what I mean? I don't have that much time on my podcast, Siri. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was talking to my watch, not you over there. Oh. <laughs> Technology. That was funny. What a hoot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't understand like what happened to competition, where competition has become uh, so competitive that you have to hurt, maim, or kill people over competition because these moms are fanatics they must be they no they 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 are i'm telling you they are and psychotic because yes what makes you watch a show about someone who's killing someone else's kid and goes to jail and think to yourself well let me try and i'll right. get away with it right what are you are you stupid they're no they're not even thinking along those lines where you know what would happen if they got caught they're not thinking that way. They're thinking, my daughter is better than your daughter and deserves more than your daughter and will get more than you. You know what I mean? So intellectually, this person is like flawed. Physically, deeply. I think this person lived under power lines when they were a kid. <laughs> Possibility. <laughs> That's possible. That's insane. Yeah. So anyway, we'll call... Mrs. Spone, the Wombat of the Week okay. for this week. Let's do that. Yeah. So for making neat nude deepfakes to incriminate her daughter's rivals in cheerleading. Sis boom, rah, rah, rah. You're going to serve a lifetime <laughs> of whatever. I don't know. I was trying to make a quick rhyme out of that. Anyway, um, I guess it's that part of the show where we have to say goodbye to the lovely Sharon. So say goodbye, Goodbye, Sharon. Uh, I forgot to say goodbye, Sharon. Uh, sorry. Say goodbye, lovely Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even follow goodbye, orders right. Goodbye, lovely Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And to everybody else, I want you to stay tuned. When we come back, uh, more discussion. I'm going to talk about uh, Monopoly. got to talk about the Monopoly game and some, cha okay. the cha some changes that the cancel culture are forcing on the classic game. Wow. Uh, so okay. that plus, and I'm talking about your creation in the pot upstairs, in the pot, in the Insta pot, and in, no, the air fryer. <laughs> and what's cooking upstairs? He doesn't even know. <laughs> what else did I say earlier? I would talk about when we got to the last segment I when I was know. by myself. I remember. No, I said I was going to. I, 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 oh, man. Yeah. All I know is the air fryer and... No, there was something else. Anyway, all right, so I'm coming back by my lonesome, maybe with Molly, don't know yet, uh, right after this. Stay tuned. 
All right. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joe Mahala Show. Featuring the lovely Sharon. And I'm back with you to talk about a couple more things to bring home the final part of the show. And one of those things, as I mentioned, was the the Monopoly game. You know, the Monopolies are more than 100 years old, the Monopoly game. And people have just enjoyed the game. There have been uh, uh, themed um, uh, spinoffs of the game uh, for movies and, and other things. In pop culture, so many different versions, localized versions uh, to celebrate different vacation spots and things like that. But everyone's always enjoyed them, you know. And you know, one of the features of the game is community chess, and that's where players have to draw a card that results in either financial rewards or penalties, or sends a player to jail, or maybe you get a get out of jail free card. They were some of the options. But now, for some reason, Hasbro, who recently uh, crapped the bed by trying to take Mr. away from Potato Head uh, and has put it back, now they've decided that the cards no longer match what they perceive as their customers' cultural priorities. So again, suddenly this isn't a game. This is a new way to uh, change... Uh, I I don't even know how to explain it, so... I, so At this point, I won't. At this point, I won't. I'll just talk about the story. Because I I don't know how to explain this cancel culture, this woke society, this what the hell is going on. The company launched a new website to allow people to vote on how best to update the community chess cards to include feel-good moments that reflect the best things about being part of a community. So, I mean, I get it. Like, I want to be a, 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 a... good member, a contributing member of my community. I get that. I want to feel good about my community. But if I want to play a game, I want to play a game. You know, uh, we're worrying about community chess cards, but yet we can still, uh, you know, light hookers on fire in, in, in GTA. But anyway, so in a post, Hasbro uh, declared that uh, goodbye second place in a beauty contest and hello shopping local. So Monopoly is finally wanting to update their community chess cards, and they want your help to decide why, uh, what they should be. So here's some just some options, some some examples of some of the voting that was taking place or is taking place. Um, and they they present options so you can help pick what the new cards will say. Okay, so for example, you volunteer your art skills and paint a mural at the local school, collect fifty dollars. Or 
You organize a group to clean up your town's walking path and collect $50. So I can see where they want that feel-good thing about it, but, you know, that's not what Monopoly was. I mean, Monopoly was... If you see some people play, if you see my nieces and my grandchildren get together and play Monopoly, it is an all-out war. No one's no one's feeling good in the game, except the person with the most houses and hotels and property. That's it. It's a cutthroat game. That's what it is. You organize a bake sale for your local school. Collect twenty five dollars. Or you will you weed the community garden and discover a new bug. Name it something fun, then collect $25. Blast the music late at night. Your neighbors do not approve. Go to jail. Go directly to jail and do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Or you find a wallet on the sidewalk and decide not to return it. Go to jail. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I, I guess the long and short of it for me is is in the words of Hillary Clinton. What difference does it make? What difference is anything that's going to make? Is the game going to make people better if they're not? I, I think it's going to turn more heads when you do this because, again, like I said, if you have not watched people play Monopoly, then you are not in touch with your customers like you think you are. That's all I'm saying. People are cutthroat, dude. And that's what the game always was. You donate your birthday money to a community center, keep a little for yourself, so collect $10. Or you donate blood, there were free cookies, collect $10. Who gives away birthday money? Not for nothing. I've never given away birthday money in my life. Charity starts at home, dude. (laughs) See? I know how to play this game. And as someone who has Monopoly... And plays it regularly with cutthroats. These cards will do nothing for me, except make me roll my eyes into the back of my head every time I read one. Better yet, I won't need to, because unless Hasbro's coming to my house and taking my Monopoly game with the old community chess cards from my dead, lifeless hands, I don't have to worry about these new cards. She so can do whatever you want with the community chest. And anything else on the board. I have an original Monopoly game. Simple as that. And if something happens to my cards, I'll make new ones. But they will say what it used to say. And not this stuff. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, I don't know when the, how long the voting is i mean if you want to go check the hasbro website and see if they're still doing it um but they won't find me taking part in that vote because i won't buy another game i have one you cannot erase the old cards and then pretend they're not there the only people the only people i imagine and I'm trying to think that I th- that I'm thinking for the moral ma- the moral majority the most people I, I I'm hoping I think is that if 
I feel like the only people that are going to feel good about this are the people in the company that made the decision to do it. If that makes you sleep better at night, fine. The Monopoly game, much like everything else, the cancel culture and the woke community is trying to change, does not offend me. I have no problem with the Monopoly game and the community chess cards as they are now. And I won't be running out to buy a new version of the game because for some reason it's going to make me feel better about myself. I'm fine. And so there's that. But something for you to look forward to if you need that change in your life. You know, it surprised me. I imagine uh, when I think of these things, I imagine there's about 1% of the population that has a problem with this stuff. And 99% of us that don't. That's what I imagine. And I might be right. I could be right. Like in my own circle of friends, I don't find people offended about all these things. So what does that tell you? Yeah, that's a a sample size. Think about your own circle of friends and pick one of these things that are trying to be changed. Just pick one. And think to yourself, do my friends feel like that? Oh, there's... Nine of us, but one has a problem with something, you know, or, or whatever. I've found nobody in anything since all this cancel, cult, cancel culture started. I've had nobody in my circle of acquaintances, friends, or anything that feel like these people feel. I haven't. You know, that's like the Dr. Seuss thing. I found this thing that came across in our desk and I thought and I, I wanted to read it. And it has to do with uh it, it it's a poem some I wrote because of the Dr. Seuss and, and I wanted to Now, mind you that the cat in the hat was not one that was um one of the stories that was cancelled. We talked about this a couple podcasts ago, so you you know what was cancelled what wasn't. So this is for comedic value only. Uh, Somebody wrote this, it went across the internet, and now I'm going to repeat what somebody else put out there. They canceled your feelings. They canceled your thoughts. They canceled the Dr. Seuss books that you bought. We'll cancel your culture and history, they said. They even canceled poor Mr. Potato Head. They'll cancel your clothes and the shoes that you wear. They'll cancel your opinions and the style of your hair. You warriors of justice, I ask you to please stop trying to cancel the air that I breathe. For I live in America, the land of the free, and the one thing is certain, you won't cancel me. So that was just something that went across the internet. And since we were talking about Monopoly and it kind of circled back a little bit into that cancel culture, I wanted to bring, read that to you uh, if um, if that was all right with you. And I hope it was because I just did. So it doesn't matter whether it was all right with you or not. I did it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. So anyway, coming soon to a Monopoly game near you, not me, (laughs) as it were. Okay, so somehow out of the woodwork came this thing we were doing. We we did a couple times and we're getting, I'm getting some, uh, some social media messages about it. People like hearing about what's going on in that kitchen upstairs. So I don't know. This might become a regular segment. I do not know. And it's funny. We do have a, a culinary guy. We haven't heard from him in a while. Sean Goward. Um, but anyway, so a couple weeks ago, the lovely Sharon and I were making barbecue chicken, 
And we need a side dish. And we add some potatoes. And, you know, mashed potatoes, you usually like, okay, we do that all the time, etc. So, she cut up the raw potatoes into maybe like steak fry thickness, skins on everything, or wedges or whatever. However, it came out depending on what part of the potato she was cutting. And she threw them into the air fryer. Well, first she put them in a bowl, olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic powder, uh, I think some basil, something, so, you know. Some herbs, mix it all up, throw it in the air fryer. Seven minutes, I think, at like 450. And let me tell you something. They were amazing. Amazing. What I was surprised about is she didn't have to cook the potatoes or nothing. This raw potatoes into the air fryer. And that air fryer is a pretty amazing thing. We've done hot dogs in it, chicken tenders, of course. Uh, what else do we do on that? Um, I thought we did something else in there. We don't use it as much as we could or we should, but we will. Because we're finding new neat things that you can do in it. Um, I did find a recipe for a breakfast hash brown type potatoes to do in it, but I also have that griddle upstairs, that Blackstone griddle, so... I can do some really amazing breakfasts on that. We got the 28-inch model, so it fits a lot of food at one time. And people say, it's only two of you. Yeah, but, you know, when people come over and we want to barbecue, we'll get a lot more done. Because there have been a number of times when we're entertaining where I got to do two rounds of hamburgers because the grill is only so big. Not anymore. I think we can fit 18 burgers on this grill (laughs) at one time. So there will only be one run of cooking, I guarantee going on now but uh yeah so we we want to create more in the uh air fryer uh you know it's just um it's just trying to think of what you want to do and do with it but like i said i did see a breakfast hash brown potato type of thing i want to try in there one day and you know a lot of times it's like you know you get up in the morning uh and you don't feel like getting that creative in the morning and we do like to create in the kitchen but not all the time in the morning. Absolutely not. Um, so we have to get better at doing that. So, um, but we'll keep you informed as special things happen. Up and again, what's cooking up there? Uh, uh, what's cooking upstairs? If, if we if we really get into this on a regular basis, I'll have to come up with something that sounds jazzy. I got a couple things going through my head that sound really cool, but I I want to have some sort of real cool thing for naming it like one last thing and and actually for one last thing before we're done um i did want to mention you know we're working on uh well the main thing we're working on right now is trying to stabilize internet service in the new studio since we moved we have uh only wireless in the studio and we we have a new piece of equipment and we're trying right now we haven't put it through the test to see if it will work, but it's one of these devices that transfers your high-speed internet across using your electrical lines to go room to room. So we're trying that, and we and the first real test will be um, we're, we we want to start doing some new things and have some people appear with me in the third segment. And so we will be testing that hopefully in a week or so with our first one. Our first one ends up being our test uh, our test uh, project. 
and uh, I hope that comes to fruition. It could be as early as next week's podcast, me having a guest on the third segment, and I won't tell you who it is because um, I don't want to say it, and then it doesn't work out. You know, the the across the internet recording doesn't go well. So I'll keep that hat in my bag, but that's one of the challenges that we're facing is just getting something without actually, because it's not an easy home to run wire through. You know, it's a townhome, and the garage is on the main level, and the studio is in the basement level, and so it's not an easy house to send Ethernet through. If it were, I would just put Ethernet throughout the studio, and I'd like to, and maybe I will find a way eventually, but we were looking for that uh, inexpensive, not creating construction havoc type solution, and we think we might have found one with a TP-Link piece of equipment, and so that's what we're testing now. So more to follow on that. And if that works, uh, we have some plans to have some people on with me. Uh, we're, we are planning, if this works, a great three-part series uh, coming up, uh, hopefully sooner than later, depending on how the project goes. So that's going to be exciting, too, to watch out for that and see what we can do with that. Uh, we It's been a while since we, we, did, do, we did do one guest uh, a couple of months ago. And that worked out pretty good. That's before we moved when we had <laughs> internet anywhere we wanted <laughs> in the in the house and in the studio. Uh, so we did experiment a little bit with that. But other than that, it's been a while since I've regularly interviewed people. And it's I'm told I'm good at it. I don't know if I believe what people say, but I'm just kidding. Uh, it'll be interesting to get back into that and to bring some people in and have some different different subject matter to complement the program. So we're looking uh, into doing that and changing up the show a little bit, adding some stuff. It'd be great. So uh, keep an eye out for that. So uh, we want to wish everybody a, a happy Easter. Hopefully you're doing something nice today, even if you're doing nothing today. And that's okay as well. It's okay to do nothing today. And just relax. And a lot of people are and a lot of people will and that's great. And uh, some people will be uh, doing work. I'll be doing work around the house probably. and uh, But also taking time out with uh, family. And so whatever you're doing, be safe doing it and happy and enjoy each other. And love each other. So that is what we all need to get back to doing and stop worrying about... Uh, Things that don't really do anything for you. Stop worrying about things that you can't change. Stop worrying about things that don't affect your day-to-day life. And instead, concentrate on your loved ones. See how that fits you for a bit. Uh, Meanwhile, the lovely Sharon and I will be back uh, for another podcast next week. Remember, episodes drop every Sunday, so www.jmtalk.net is where you can subscribe to the program on all the major podcast players. Uh, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk. Instagram and Twitter is JM Talk Radio. Stop by, say hello, or you can email us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Until next time, I say to you, have a great week. Bye-bye, everybody. (laughs) 